It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Yeah, yeah, check one, two, check one, two. Is this mic on? Is this mic on? Hey, listen, man, it's the one and only trendsetter DJ Sense, and you're listening to Cocktails, Dirty Discussions with Kiki and Medina Monroe. Yeah. Today's cocktail is called FNF. Mm-hmm. The ingredients you need, a half a lemon, two ounces of gin, two to three dashes of orange bitters, a half ounce of rose water, four to five strawberries muddled. Here's how you're going to make a fuck nigga free drink. You're going to slice those four to five medium to small strawberries and place them in a shaker. With a muddler, carefully muddle the strawberries until they look like mush. Squeeze half of the lemon, a half ounce of the rose water, two ounces of gin, two to three dashes of orange bitters and ice into the shaker. Shake vigorously for a minute or two and carefully strain the cocktail through a sieve into a cup. Add ice and garnish with a strawberry and serve immediately. That's a F-R-E-E for nigga free. <laughs> you know, I really feel like if you drink gin, you will not be fucking. You feel like that? Yeah, gin makes you sin. It makes some bad decisions when you drink a lot of that. And, and wake up and be like, why did I do this? Who are you? Where are we at? Yeah. Um, <laughs> do some self reflection myself. Welcome back to Cocktails Dirty Discussions, you hey guys. Y'all. It has been a long time since we in the studio. It has been a minute. Like, I, I feel, even though we've spent so much time together, the studio time is always different. So it feels like I haven't seen you in forever, but I just saw you a yesterday. Few days ago. <laughs> y'all, we just got back. We had to record a bunch of episodes before the Atlanta live show so that we could focus on that. So we've had the Atlanta show, we have had the Charlotte show. They were both great. If you missed it, I really hope you get tickets to New York and or Philly. Because it is a movie. Um, You know, the feedback that, I don't know about you, Kiki, but my DM's been popping. People are like, thank you, thank you, thank you for putting on an entertaining show. If you've ever seen Kiki and I live, you know we're not just sitting on a stage talking. We have surprises. We have giveaways. We got ass throwing. We bringing people on stage. We're going into the audience. It's a whole production. Um, We're baby Beyonce's. (laughs) And so, uh, also, we bring the bad bitches out. Yeah. I was like, whoa. (laughs) People know not to show up looking dusty. Don't you do it. And if you do, you just probably didn't know who we were or what we're about or any of that. And you just bought the ticket. And that's okay because you'll know for next time. Like, come, get dressed. If you're trying to figure out what to wear to the live show, DM me. I'll tell you if I think it's a good look or not. I always tell people when they're like, what should I wear to the live show? I'm like, you know that one outfit that you ordered and you're like, where am I wearing this out to? The darks of my booty cheeks are showing. My nipples are out. My cleavage is a little. That's wear it to the Cocktails Podcast You know what's funny? 
our outfits did not look that sheer in person. But when I was looking at those pictures, we looked naked. I <laughs> look, and then it was. And my dad was like, "Send me some pictures," and I did. did. You just send him Atlanta. I sent him Charlotte because they uh, were better pictures. Well, sent him <laughs> the pictures, and I was just like, "Sorry, Dad." What did he say? He was just like, "Oh, you look great. I understand. You're an artist, Dean. You're an art. I love my dad." I was like, "Thank you," because my nipple. I didn't realize my nipples were showing as much as they were, <laughs> but we were on brand. Yeah, and it looks like I have really big nipples, and I put on pasties. Their I gotta get the. Nippling. I gotta get those. Um, not the silicone kind, the fabric kind. They're just uglier to me because I do want another similar outfit. I want sheer pieces for the whole run. My New York live show outfit. That one's not sheer. Mine is sheer. It is. It's damn near just see through. I don't even know if you can call it sheer. So I'm that trying it's to. It's what sheer means, <laughs> but it's not. It doesn't look like there's like the sh- the material on there. I just look naked. So I'm like, are we gonna do a little cover up situation? Or are you just gonna let it all out? Because Charlotte, it was out. Um, <sighs> at least one of us wasn't super conservative, and then the other one only one nipple was out. At least we both had our nipples out. Yeah, that made me feel. Yeah, there's no way around any of that. I had a really good time in Charlotte. We were nervous. I think we talked about it on the show, how nervous we were about um, going to Charlotte. We didn't know what to expect. I've not really spent time there for real. Uh, Have you? No. Like, I had a few layovers because I used to be a flight attendant. We used to fly NASCAR, but it was very quickly. We would take NASCAR there. We would go to the hotel layover, and that was about it. That's my only experience with Charlotte. So, yeah. We, it was a cute little city. Y'all were so nice in Charlotte. That is one thing I will say. Everybody was so positive, so nice. Y'all made me feel like Beyonce for real. The and audience, I love it. it the they were just excited about everything. Lit, like every step of the way, Charlotte gave us the energy we needed. And it felt so real because there we didn't know anybody in Charlotte. And yeah. Atlanta, not, Atlanta was lit, but it was a lot of people that did know us personally in the mm-hmm. audience. So Charlotte felt different because y'all don't know us. And it was just the energy y'all gave us was so appreciated because we were nervous as shit. Yeah. And every time, time we tell somebody that and they're like, I couldn't even tell. I'm like, wow, like we really know how to act. Yeah, because I was nervous as hell. My ankles were shaking. Yeah, your hands were shaking too. I remember you showed me. And then it's like, in the comedy clubs, y'all, this is why I don't like them. Y'all are so close. Right there. And looking at us like, make me laugh, bitch, make me laugh. But people were laughing. They were smiling. They were looking good and excited. And some of them looked like they wanted to take a bite out of me. And so I was like, well, When I went to the audience for advice, uh, one of the girls was like, will you please just sit on my lap while I ask the question? I said, like, oh, all right, baby girl. All right, here I go. Medina was sitting on people's laps. She was taking pictures. I'm like, what is this girl doing? That's why she don't realize we ain't answered the question yet. <laughs> it was a great time. It was. Charlotte, you owe me nothing. Well, the hotel kind of does owe me something. Because now, what happened at your hotel again? Because I remember it was the room key, but then something else happened. The room key and then there was an exposed wire. And it shocked Hannah. Like we were picking, it was on the speaker and we were like. That's not funny, but. (laughs) And then when we got back after the show and I was a little bit tipsy, they were, we walked in and I guess they didn't recognize me and they're like, how's your stay going so far? And I was like, horrible. We hate it here. I was a little drunk, but I did. A little. I meant it. I stayed at the A-loft in the city center and it was just a horrible experience from the customer service to our room to the keys not working. I was like. That's a lot. Yeah. And I thought I picked a good hotel. I didn't realize I put Lauren in the better hotel. Yeah, you did. I was wondering why you did that. And it was significantly that. cheaper. I, that was yeah, so crazy. Yeah, I was very confused as to why you picked that hotel and then got her that one. I was Didn't like, but then realize. I thought it was that other situation you told me about. So I was like, okay. Um, mm, now, where I stayed, I loved it. It was very cute. 
Yeah, I rented an Airbnb. It was from uh, Mansion Life, and they had excellent customer service. It was a nice place. I didn't want to come back home because I don't, didn't want to go back to my apartment. I had all that space, all that room. I was just really living a dream. Y'all had a hot days. tub? Oh, yeah, we had a hot tub. Made great use of that thing, okay? What kind, is it a cocktail? Do you get to share it? Is it a bonus episode or no? <laughs> You know I missed what? all the I'm fun. I didn't. Feel, I got a did. headache after the live, so I had a, a a excruciating headache. I was trying to hang in when we went to that hookah place with all the wood. I was I was calling it the wooden shop because it was. <laughs> and it was weird that they didn't have a speaker outside. The music was all muffled. Yeah, and the oh, and then I snuck the bottles out of the club. No, you how? I have my ways. Mm-hmm. We, look, we got all those bottles, and they weren't drunk. That's how I got so drunk when we got back to the house. Because oh. we took all the bottles from the club that were left um, and drank them. Just like old times. I've been taking bottles out of the club for 10 years. Did you? I'm just, I don't believe in wasting it. I agree with that. Especially with the markups. I mean, I don't know who paid for it, but it wasn't me. Did you see me walking out of the comedy club with the bottle, the open bottle of rosé? Hannah mm. was like, Medina, throw it away. I was like, no. Throw it away? This no. is a half, more than half a bottle of rosé left. We didn't yeah. even drink it, but I still took it. I understand principles. You don't waste good things. You don't. Um, well, I'm really excited about New York. New York City. New York is next. Home. We have a little break July 20th at Caroline's on Broadway. And then July 28th, we will be in Philly. Very interesting. I'm excited about Philly too, because I haven't spent time there in like 15 years. I have never spent time in Philadelphia. One of my best friends lives there and she is so excited. I bet. Well, I hope she can. Oh, you know what? One of my line sisters lives in Philly. She actually jokingly sent me a DM and was like, whenever y'all do a show in Philly, let me know. I was like, well, actually, we're coming. We'll be there July 28th. I was Uh like, let me know about some DJs and some good makeup artists. Charlotte, it was hard finding the oh, makeup Oh, I forgot artist. about that. The and makeup she artist. she canceled on yeah, us. Yeah, she canceled An hour on- before we were supposed to get our makeup done. <laughs> we won't out her, but I really wanted to. Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, excited. I also want to, like, let all the men know that listen to the show or the ladies who listen to this show who have men. And you're like, I can't bring my man to the show. The show is also for men. Like, I feel like it's a you might meet your next side chick or your main chick at one of our live shows. There are so many beautiful, successful women that be in the audience and there'll be like three men. Y'all yeah. niggas better catch on and come. Niggas. And you know the bitches be horny in our audience. And ready. Okay. They're ready for the men and the women, quite honestly. So it's a perfect opportunity to come. Y'all always asking us where to meet men. You come could to the meet show. them here. I also feel like single ladies who are always like, I'm coming by myself. Bring one of your guy friends because he might be an eligible bachelor for one of the ladies in the audience or one of the ladies on stage. Yeah, like me. <laughs> or me. Okay. <laughs> because listen. You never know. It is hot girl summer. It is Operation Pop That Pussy. I, um... I wonder, I'm anxious to see, like, how many men will be at the next two shows. I just feel like New York and Philly are full of men. So y'all were to come with your beards, your healthy, shiny, glistening beards. Charlotte had a lot of men in the the audience, though. Like, they were with their women, but, yeah, there were a lot of couples there. There were. And then when I tried to sneak out of the green room to go to the bathroom, I saw just a bunch of guys coming, like, in groups of guys. And I was like, huh, there's a lot of y'all in here. I didn't see them when I sat down. Hmm. They must have been in the back, but I, um, I was looking for him. I had a young man who was kind of interested in me drive down from D.C. to watch the show. And I uh-huh. am not going to lie. I'm glad I didn't. I couldn't see him from the stage. But that's he, good. Yeah, that's good. Because then I could still be myself. And he absolutely loved the show. He was like, I actually wish I would have brought my homeboys. And I was like, me too. 
Yeah. Um, I had somebody drive down and I could see him. <laughs> you could? Yeah. Those lights were so bright. I could see no one. Yeah. I could see him. <laughs> it's like, well, I. Yeah, I could. It was like, are you sitting under a spotlight? Why are you so close? But yeah, it was a good time. Um, okay. So I want to know what happened when you went to New York. So oh. she slipped off to New York for Memorial Day weekend. I went to Dallas. You went to New York. I did, and I went to the Fed, the formal erotic dining experience. I was Mandy B from uh, Horrible Decisions. I was her plus one. And, oh, my gosh. She was like, as soon as I knew I was hosting this, I couldn't think of a better plus one because y'all know I, I like a good experience. I'm going to indulge. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm, you know, I'm going to make you look good. So we, you know, we got our hair done, we got our makeup done, we got thoughty, dressy, formal attire from Fashion Nova, and we went to the, it was a weekend of events. So Saturday night was the dinner, and they picked, you were either a big letter or a little letter. Me and Mandy were big letters, and then each big- What does that mean? The big letter means, like, you're the dom, like, you're the one in charge, and then each couple, each big letter couple gets assigned a little letter- and throughout the whole night, the little letter is basically like your little sex slave. You couldn't have sex at the dinner. You couldn't, you really weren't even supposed to touch them. I don't know why I ended up, sp- ended up spanking mine and I, I got in trouble. But hey, look, <sighs> drinks were had, the drinks were flowing, juices was ready. So you get assigned your little letter and throughout the whole night, they're just, it started off with a cocktail hour. Then you sit down to have the three course meal and you can ask your little letter to do a plethora of things. I was like a little what? nervous and I wasn't, me and Mandy were both like, what should we ask her to do? But now that I've been to Because you can't have sex. So what can't. would you do? So you could give ex- examples that what I would do next time is you can be like, hey, every 10 minutes, come tell me how beautiful I am. Or oh. every 20 minutes, come give me a foot massage. Okay. Give me a shoulder massage. Make sure, apply my lip gloss for me. Uh-huh. Um, stuff like that. You could tell them to maybe just like bend over and let me see that thing. Stuff like that. I was doing things like, is there any pepper? Is there any black pepper? Um, and so once the drink started flowing, then I kind of started getting a little saucy with it. And I was uh-huh. like, you're taking a little too long to bring me another drink. Oh, God. Bend over and let me show you how, you know, you're in trouble. And I started spanking her. Um, but Mandy told me to do it, too. And she started spanking her, too. And we were both. But our little letter liked it. She was uh-huh. like, uh, she was like moaning and stuff. She was like, ooh, choke me. And then the person came down and was like, hey, guys. <laughs> This wasn't the wait for the play party on Sunday. That's so what happened at the play party? So fast forward, the play party was like the dessert part of the weekend of events. Okay. And we put on our little play party outfits, got really cute. Um, me, Mandy, and her boyfriend all went together, and it was so much fun. It was at, I think it's called NSFW, the sex club. Um, and as soon as I got there this time, I felt way more comfortable than I did the first time going to, because I've been to that sex club before, but this time I felt way more comfortable. Went, copped us a little spot on the bed. Oh, and shout out to Orlando. He was there. Oh, um, the, the play party before they got started, they gave a consent speech, which I thought was super dope because they didn't do it at trapeze or maybe they did and we just missed it. They did. They do it. Okay. So they gave this very intricate consent speech. It was about 20 minutes long. They were not playing. They were like, you know, no means no. And just because someone doesn't say no, that doesn't mean that it's a yes. Like you got to make sure you're, I like, you felt very safe. Mm -hmm. Um, but Six bitches ended up eating my pussy, and I'm what six? How? Maybe it was five, and one was just watching. So here's what happened. I don't know why I'd be a hot commodity for the bitches. So, so <laughs> it was amazing. I've never <laughs> received that much attention in one night. So what happened was people were already interested as soon as I walked in, but I was right up under Mandy and her boyfriend because I just wanted everybody to know I'm here with somebody. Like everybody, calm down. Uh-huh. So 
I was laying on the bed. We were having our drinks, having our little shots. And this girl came up and she was like, I just think you're really beautiful. And I had seen her at the dinner, Mm -hmm. but she was one of the little letters, but she wasn't my little letter. Okay. And she was like, I I wished I was your little letter. Can I please taste your pussy? And I was like, okay, (laughs) this should really be Patreon bonus content, but I love y'all. We ain't been in the studio in a minute and I feel like talking. And her (laughs) boyfriend was there and he was like, do you mind if I join? You know, I'd be quick to be like, no, your man cannot join. Cause it's just the men are just Was he even cute? He was actually cute. Okay. He was actually It was still a no. Yeah. It was still a no. And so she started eating my pussy and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Well, then this other girl came and she was like, they call me juicy. And I I was like, why do they call you juicy? She was like, because I get all the juices. Can I get yours? I was like, okay. <laughs> so I'm laying on the bed and we're on like the main bed. Mandy's like, why the fuck would you pick the main bed? And I was like, bitch, because I'm a star. Oh my so God. the other girl like kind of scoops the other girl over. She starts eating my pussy and they start doing it together. Kiki, I, so then did you have a line like you did it? There was a line. It was mainly like a, a U-shaped. There was a lot of people watching. Because they wanted to watch, but maybe they would go like this there was take turns. But I was very aware because there was one guy who kept trying to squeeze in. I was like, no. Sir. Yeah. And then Manny's the boyfriend rules. was like, do you want him to be here? I was like, no, I don't. Like, he can stand here and watch, but you're not getting a taste. This 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 uh, this tray is only for women. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. And so then there was another girl that came and she was like, can I get my toy? And use it on you. I was like, mm, no, I'm getting a little too saucy there. Like, I don't know where the <laughs> toys been. Um, and then again, like once the sh- once the night ended and everybody was having such a good time, different. There was a dancer who was dancing in the middle of the room on a pole, like a stripper. She was so sexy. Um, I got a DM just like at after trapeze, and uh-huh. the girls was like, "I love the show, and I'm so grateful that you let me taste your pussy." And I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "That wasn't me." Girl, please. <laughs> you have always said that you wanted to have an experience with a listener. Yeah. And so. I, I did. And it was, it was, I think it's really, nobody expected anything back from me. And I appreciate that because I, I wasn't about to be eating six pussies. Were you going to eat one? No. Why not? I think when I get into a sex club, I become more of a pillow princess. Okay. And I like the praise and like the begging me to like taste me or like telling me how be- I like that in a sex club. In my real bedroom when I'm fucking niggas, that's not, I'm not a pillow princess. I like to sweat. I'm going to get it popping. Uh-huh. But it's something about just feeling like, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Do you think it's because there's so many people there too and you want to make sure you still look cute? I, that could also be a, yeah. a part of it. And you never know if you're, if it's going to ignite like your, your inner hoe and then you just start fucking everybody. Cause yeah. once you start, Whew. you just can't stop. I so, do understand. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> and sometimes I'm just like, bitch, what the fuck? What? Right. Mm. But like, I really, I remember when we were both kind of nervous to ever go to a sex club. And now I'm like, bitch, when we do the live show in New York, I'm trying to pull up at a sex club. I really enjoy it. So what days it. are the good days there? I believe it's Saturdays. Mm. But we had to check. We got to, we got to double check. Cause it's open every night, I believe. Okay. We could just, Maybe they'll have like a theme night or something. I'm down to go. Yeah. I also like at NSFW, there's not an area that you have to get to and you just have to be naked. Okay. So you, you can, can keep, keep your clothes on or you can be naked in the whole spot, even like the common area. But like uh-huh. you can still see the areas where people are fucking from the common area. It's not like you have to go through a door uh-huh. and check your stuff and then take your clothes off. It's very like. So what do you do with your stuff actually there? I think they had a. Do you check yeah. it when you first get in? Or do they let you keep your stuff? You actually keep your stuff. Your phone and everything? I have my phone in my purse. If someone, they have a lot of people walking around, they call them DMs. Uh-huh. That will tap you. Like you can't be recording and stuff. But now right. that I think about it, no one was coming in there with big bags so you don't have to change. 
Uh, okay. So there's a there's like a coat check at the front, and I think there's like a locker check if you want to use it, but you didn't have to. At least this night you didn't. The first time I went, I don't remember because I was really drunk. Yeah. But I also don't carry a lot. My purse is really small. Uh-huh. I just put my phone in my purse, and I was so consumed that I wasn't even worried about it. <laughs> well, yeah, you were um, definitely occupied. It was great. Um, so th- that was a really fun weekend, and then I spent a few days in New York. I didn't leave until that Monday, so uh-huh. went on See the Thing Is. That was really fun. Make sure y'all check it out. And then we went to a couple of different rooftop barbecues because it was Memorial Day weekend. Uh-huh. That was fun. I love New York. I couldn't live there, but I do enjoy visiting and like meeting new people, like, hanging out, meeting the men there. Like I love when New York men know you're from the South and uh-huh. they appreciate it. <laughs> like it's something about that. I guess maybe it's like Beyonce and Jay-Z started it, but New York men love a down South woman and I'd be, I'd be liking them too. Yeah, I like New York. I think it's fun. There's always something to do. There's so many people, so many different people and people from everywhere. Yeah. It's a really interesting place. My trip was not nearly as exciting. I just hung out with my friends, my family, and I cooked and cooked some more. And that was mm. kind of it. Not exciting at all. I didn't have any sex. Um, very disappointing. That's okay because you, I'm sure you got some after. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I, I did. My sex life is picking up finally. I've been trying to put that energy out there that I want good sex. And is it working? Uh-huh. Come on. It's been getting better. I played some of those card games. Do you know how we got all the cards to play the game of the show mm-hmm. for the positions? I played one of them. How'd it go? It went well. And then I woke up with a card on my back because we got rid of the cards. I felt like you when you were with that rapper. And was rolling all on the cards. Yeah. I was like, oh. I uh, I played the card game recently again with a little bay, and I told him I was on my period. So I was like, we really probably won't be having sex. He was like, I'm not scared of no blood. And it was so funny because we did fondle each other and do a little, couple of things. And then he sent me a picture of one of the cards when I left, and he, there was blood on the card. <laughs> there was blood on the card. I boxed it right on up, and I was like, this is yours. You remember? Don't wipe that blood off. If you play with any other bitch, be like, that's that is disgusting. Blood. Ain't it? It seems like a little bit of voodoo. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's a little sprung already and only know me six days. Maybe. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of what else. There's so much. It'll probably come to me. We have a lot of recording to do this week. Um, I guess we can go ahead and move on to weird sex. You said a man is not a necessity. A man is a luxury. Like dessert. <laughs> yeah. A man is absolutely not a necessity. Did you mean that to sound mean and bitter oh not at all i adore dessert i love men i think men are the coolest but you don't really need them to live okay so this week's weird sex this is a crime lord um and it happened in texas so a texas woman is behind bars after killing her husband and i'm saying that in air quotes if you're not watching for confessing his love for another woman but the gag is he was already married to somebody else for 14 years. So she thought she was married to a man who already had a wife. But he's telling her that he loves somebody else. Yeah. Okay, so Karen Stewart is the woman. And she was under the impression that she was married to James Hargrove. Um, earlier in May, James came home to Karen and expressed that he had fallen in love with another woman and wanted to be with her instead. Karen went into a jealous rage and shot James multiple times, killing him. When police arrived, Karen admitted that she was the one who pulled the trigger on her husband. She said, I did it. And, and do you know what he did to me? Let me explain. 
because you would have did it too. Okay, James Lover was also present during the time of the shooting, but was able to escape unharmed. Damn, and the bitch was in the room. Okay, during Karen's initial court appearance earlier this week, or earlier that week, a woman named Sandra Hargrove came forward and said she is the real wife of James. Sandra says they've been married for almost 14 years, and they recently separated in November. She says they talk all the time, and she's shocked by this entire love triangle. Um, Well, it's really a square, because it's four of y'all in this shit. Sandra says that she was under the impression that Karen was James's caregiver because he had gotten COVID. So when he got COVID, he had been in the hospital for several months, like five months. He couldn't walk. This nigga had two heart attacks, a stroke, his kidneys failed, and he had just recovered from all of that. And he so, was still cheating? Yeah, so he so after he's recovered and he's with this other woman and he's living with her and everything, she's thinking because we're separated that this woman is the caregiver because his whole body just basically shut down and he needs somebody there full time. Well, she was his caregiver. She was taking care of all of his needs, apparently. So he got tired of that shit. Um, anyway, Karen got charged with felony murder and is in jail right now with $75,000 bond. I don't think anybody plans to out because she did it she's gonna go right back to jail and uh that's weird sex for this week that is weird and sad it is sad sorry to that man um but you know also let's make better choices people and consider people's feelings okay so i was having a talk i'd be forgetting some of my friends are married because they'd be cheating or just because they just they are they're happy and they still can go out and have a life uh, well, I don't know that they be cheating, but they be cheating. But because it's like, you know, when you talk to somebody who's married, you just, you, sometimes for me, I think of them as a couple mm-hmm. and I know that like, you're going to check in with your partner to make sure that you can do these things or y'all, you bring up that y'all have plans. Some of these girls will never be bringing up nothing about their husband. So I forget that they're married or I just wonder like, do you even like this nigga? So anyway, a lot of bitches are getting divorced, right? And it makes me feel like, is married life really just the ghetto? It's sounding less and less appealing. I mean, I still think I want it. And, of course, it goes into who you are and Mm -hmm. who you pick and all that shit. But sometimes I'm like, what is happening here? You know, I think what's happening is people, the people are ghetto. The two single people were ghetto already. And them coming together and us seeing them married and it not working out and them not liking each other makes it look like marriage is ghetto. But like what I'm starting to learn is a lot of people don't have themselves together before they get married. And that is just naturally just a recipe for disaster. And a lot, even people like family members and friends of mine who tell their side of the story and sometimes it'd be them. They'd be talking about the husband, but it's like, but ma'am, you kind of knew what this nigga was about before you married him. And for some reason you thought it was going to change. And it sounds like an age old story and you feel like people would just get it and not keep doing that. But people really act like because you get that ring and now y'all share finances in a home and babies that he's going to change for you. When all along he was like this, he was selfish. He never really was wanting to be romantic. You know what I mean? Like, I'd be like, why would you marry that? The more messed up marriages that I see around me, I'm like, it really does challenge me to get my life together and really be ready, really be ready to get married. Because even if you are ready, you still have to, you still have to go through like difficult things with your partner. So it would just be a little bit easier if you actually get married and you're ready to get married. 
Yeah, I will say that's not the case in these situations that I'm thinking of. Mm -hmm. This is more of like, as time goes on, you're just not being a good communicator Mm -hmm. and saying like, if you change your mind about something and you're trying to hold on to stuff. That's another thing that comes with marriage or any relationship. You have to understand and accept that as people grow, especially if you've been together for years and years and years. Fresh out of high school or fresh out of college. Or even now, you know. In 10 years, you may want something different out of your life. You might want something different from your relationship. You might have a different goal for your your personal goals. Mm-hmm. And you have to talk about those things because when you don't and the person is moving, like you wanted the life that you've always said that you wanted and they're giving you that and then you're mad but you're not saying nothing. What the fuck do you think is going to happen? These are, It's just a lot of unnecessary things going on that I'm seeing. And I'm just like, why? why is this what's going on? Why is it, it's, you know, Kiki, it goes just back to communication. People feel like they don't want to let people know things because you don't want to hurt their feelings. But it's Uh like, would you rather, we can either, we can do this the easy way or the hard way. The hard way is it's going to end in someone has cheated now because we're so unhappy. We get a divorce. I take all your money. I take the kids and I leave. Or (laughs) before when you start getting, because I do think that naturally when you're with somebody for a long time, and it's not just about cheating. I'm just bringing it to cheating because we're talking about dating, marriage, and stuff. So if you do feel like you're going to cheat, I would hope that my husband or myself would be like, hey, I'm starting to kind of like feel a certain way about certain things. I don't know what it is brewing, but something's brewing and we need to we need to start working on things. I don't know if we need to go on a vacation. I don't know if we need to get in counseling. I don't know if we need to, you know, maybe do a separate vacation away from. But I feel like so often people don't just have those hard conversations with their partner. When like admitting that you're unhappy. Admitting that it's just like, I'm not saying I'm ready to leave you, but I would mm-hmm. rather you do that than just go and cheat. And now we are getting a whole divorce. Yeah. OK, so let me ask you this, because you're saying cheating, which is. Definitely grounds for a breakup, whether you're married or just in a long-term relationship. But what do you think is something that would make you call it quits in a relationship, married or not, mm-hmm. that is not cheating? I would say grounds to call it quits that's not cheating. Mm-hmm. Um, if I find out about some sort of secret addiction that could oh, possibly... That's a good one you know, that could affect our lives. Like, let's say he had a gambling problem. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to spend a ball of damn money. Yeah, and, you, and it's something they just, you never even knew. You just, one minute, you're, the IRS is at the door, and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> no, he's not. And I find out you have this secret. I'm not sure that I could stay with somebody through that because you lit knowingly kept something. As, if you have a problem and you let somebody know beforehand, mm-hmm. that's different. But you knew you had a problem. You were uh, coherent enough to hide it and tell these <laughs> lies and find other ways to pay for things until it was too late. I got to go. That's not, yeah. that's a for worst for me. That's that I'm not dealing with that for worst. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going, it's just going to be, I'm not about to deal with this. You're not about to, have you ever met couples where like, well, they're divorced now and the person like literally ruined their life, whether it was a gambling addiction, oh. a drug addiction. And you're just like, they wow. Did some kind of secret, something that some type just, of secret, something was once they found out it was too late to grab a hold of it and fix it. I don't know if I know anybody personally that that happened to, but I definitely read a lot of books where that happens. And it's so sad and it pisses me off. Mm-hmm. Like, it makes me wonder how I really feel about joint bank accounts. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I would be so sad. Like, I'm working hard, you working hard, and all of our money is gone. And to what? What did I get out of it? And what did I, these two little ashy babies. And I'm not having that. I'm not. <laughs> like, we, we got, I, I really, yeah, that's one of the things for me. What about you? Um, I think one is maybe if I felt like 
they were just very disinterested in anything that I had going on personally and weren't supportive. I had a conversation with somebody recently about that. And she was saying that that's how she felt about the person she was with. She was like, you know, I was so excited about this thing, something that she had done like for her career. Mm. And she's telling him about it. And like 10 minutes in, he's like, I'm sorry, what did you say? He wasn't even paying attention. And she was like, you know, it's not the first time that has happened. And I just feel like he's not very supportive of anything that I have going on. If it's not about him, he doesn't care. And it's like, why am I here? I would, I wouldn't want to stay in that. And that's something where it's like, I can bring it up and talk to you because this is something that you can correct. Mm -hmm. But if you don't, and we've already talked about it and done the things and even a little counseling or whatever, Mm -hmm. and you're still doing the same thing, you're just not that into me and you want a wife. Well, you're going to have to find another one. That's one of those situations where in, if some, if I was married to someone and they kept doing that to me, that the next conversation would be, there are men that want me. And I have been dodging them because I'm trying to be faithful to you. But now I'm about to, I might cheat on you. It's like, why wouldn't you be interested in what's going on in my day? I listen to your stories. Even if I don't really care, I'm going to make you feel like I care. Yeah. That's rude. That's rude and it's selfish. That's one of them things where check yourself before you wreck yourself. Because it is definitely something that can be fixed. Like if you are like, maybe you have a drug addiction or something, that's going to be a lot harder to fix. Um, but this, like, bitch, wake up and pay attention to me. If yeah. I, yeah, no, I couldn't do that. Then it made me think about emotional affairs Um, when I was talking to this friend. Mm-hmm. And do you feel like cheating, if, if your guy cheats on you or your woman mm-hmm. cheats on you just sexually, it's better or worse than if they have, like, an intimate and they're talking, sharing feelings. I love you. And it seems like they really care about each other. It's so Which one do you feel like is worse? Or are they equal to you? <laughs> You're really thinking hard about I this. I am because they're both bad, right? They they're are. both bad. And I'm not sure that I would want to be the woman who, I'm sure we all know somebody like this where it's like, her nigga is just fucking everybody. And maybe he is just fucking them. But that's still embarrassing. Like, bro, stop. But then on the flip side, it's like, I don't know if I would rather him just, he met one woman, they do have, whether they have sex or not, but he, they, he really cares about her and she really cares about him. I think that like, okay, in some odd, weird way, at least he had enough respect for me <laughs> to just be with one person but and just, just have this one thing going sex on. Sex doesn't mean that they're having sex with multiple people. They could have just one fuck buddy think about that But what i think about when the sex plays a part in it and we're married and we have we have said that this isn't an open relationship i think about the diseases i think about Uh what if you get that bitch pregnant i think about those types of things and that's Uh that you can bring that back to me the emotional part if it's no sex involved you just really care about each other that's different from now you got to come and tell me i got a bitch pregnant that i don't even like Okay, but what if he is having sex? Now she gets to be the black China. She gets to have a little Kardashian baby. What if she is having sex with him, but there's an emotional connection there too? (sighs) Is it? It's really hard, but I would rather to answer the The question. Emotional connection. Emotional connection because. Mm. Okay. Do you think that you could date somebody who was married but says they're separated? It's so funny because there's like two ways that I can answer this. Like the okay. the morally, it's morally what would you do wrong. in real life. I'm in not asking real life. you if you think it's right or wrong. Yes, good. 
I, I have, uh-huh. and I used to think that I couldn't. And, uh-huh. um, I you have, it's just not even that I changed my mind. I kind of, it just kind of happened. Like it uh-huh. was when I met him, it was, he didn't say nothing about that. Oh, and so then when it was already, we were already into the heat of things. It was like, all right. I hate when that happens. I mean, too, because it's like, what? Why what wouldn't you do? say something from the beginning so that you can let me know so then I can decide or not? Mm-hmm. Because the other way, it seems more like you're lying and you're really lying not and separated. it's a little bit manipulative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're pro- I would I would definitely think you're not really separated. Mm-hmm. You just be stepping out all the time. Yeah, and you just kind of want me to know because every night I'm not going to really be able to spend the holidays with you. And (laughs) one of them's coming up. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) little things like that. What about you? Um, no, I couldn't do it. I haven't done it. I Um, won't do it again. I will say that. Okay, I I don't think I could do it because I'm going to start getting jealous, and then I think I would think about like what kind of karmic consequences might I suffer for this and then it's like how would I feel if the shoe was on the other foot like it's one thing when you don't know mm-hmm. but then when you do know it's just like now a girlfriend that's different what makes it different because you're not married but they still are with someone else who is being they lied didn't to. take vows or no I think it's different when it's a girlfriend and you're not married marriage is something that's a lot more serious to me than a relationship I think not that I'm saying relationships aren't serious, but I do think that marriage is just different. I think they're the same. Uh, but you know, to each their own. Um, if the man is taken, he taking, and if the nigga is lying, he lying. I was playing. Um, you know, I love the card games with all the questions. That's where I got some of these from, and um. There was one that had me cracking up because of another meme I just saw. So let's say you're dating this guy mm-hmm. and y'all live together. Like it's a serious relationship. He decides that he wants to quit his job. So he does it. He doesn't talk to you about it. He just quits his job to pursue his dreams of being a rapper. And um, do you think that you could be supportive right now today? Oh, like with like my, right, let's my, imagine my right now finances, my yes. right now situation. Oh, yes. no, I immediately. No, like I immediately. Would, no, I think I would be so upset because it's like if we're living life together, how could you just quit your job and not talk to me about it? Yeah. first? Immediately. No, on that one. Like, well, on the flip side, if I was um, who's old girl who makes the spices, uh, the black lady and she her and her husband publicly talked about this she he was a police officer i don't know why i can't she's the black lady she's always smiling and she always talks about her hair like it's its own person huh, i don't know <sighs> oh my god her name is right on the t- it's gonna make me so mad i'll show you her after the show it's relative okay. to my time um she's opened a vegan restaurant okay but she was pursuing her career while her husband it was her husband but he was a police officer and he she didn't she was pursuing her career and he supported her through it yeah when she finally made it she let he quit his job as a police officer and she let him pursue his dreams, whatever they were. And uh-huh. everyone was like, that's how you going to do it? He going to leave. She was like, first of all, it's none of your business. And, I, and he <laughs> did it for me and I'm going to do it for him. If I was in a financially, if I was like just really filthy rich and I could afford to support his dreams and it really does seem like he's ambitious and working mm-hmm. towards something that you're not just, you know, making these dumb little rap mumble songs and they're not, it doesn't seem like it's good. If you're good at what you're trying to do and I can support it, I would support it. I think for me too, besides that, it's also like 
don't make decisions that affect the both of right. us on your own. Communicate. You need to talk to me. So I'm quite sure she was like, you know what? I got it now. And I want you to chase your dreams. Mm-hmm. Not he still just upped and quit. And that's why it worked out for the both of them, whoever they are. Right. That is crazy. Um, Tabitha Brown. Tabitha Brown. Oh. That's who it is. Tabitha Brown. I was like, what is she mouthing? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but today, no, no, no. And boyfriend? No, 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 no. Yeah. So it is different. For that, like if we're talking about like, I'm talking about, to me, it's not different. If someone is in a relationship with somebody and you are taken and you're lying to the person and acting like you're single, you're still not single even just because you're married. Maybe on your taxes you are, but it still is somebody's <laughs> getting hurt. You know what I mean? But, mm. Okay, so another question and then we can move on to the other stuff. Um, a woman, so this question, I did this um, at a game night and these are different like, debates that people have so it made me wonder like with your friends that you hang out with Mm -hmm. i wonder how guys look at our friends or really i wonder how my friends guys look at me Mm -hmm. when i'm hanging around the friend because the question says a woman's best friend is a chronic cheater her significant other feels uncomfortable and doesn't want them going out together is he unreasonable and it makes me think like i know a lot of people probably just consider me to be somebody's whole friend they think about the show. They think that because we talk about sex on the show that we're just having sex with everybody all the time. And that's not the case, but that's what people think. So it made me wonder how people feel about that. Like, do you think that kind of like birds of a feather flock together and that if you're constantly with somebody who maybe is more of a bad influence that you always um, are susceptible to whatever they influence you to do? Or do you think that people can really and truly be different and just not Succumb to that. When I look at my group of friends, uh-huh. I look at it like um, we're all very different. Like, uh-huh. uh, and I don't look, I don't think that their friends look at me like the hoe friend anymore. <laughs> I look at like me and Hannah. Hannah's my very best friend. Uh-huh. I am a cheater. She is totally not a cheater, like uh-huh. at all. She, even when we were in Charlotte, she was like, I was like, Hannah, you need to like date multiple people. Stop like meeting one guy and being so like, you know, that's like she, but that's the type of person she is. She's like, I'm a one man woman. Like I just can't date multiple. I was like, so you don't, you can't like juggle three people, but not that you're lying to anyone, but just like, you're just dating around. We're single. So like, so I can do that though. Like I, whether I'm lying or telling people the truth. Yeah. And it has, I, it, 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 I like that, but Mm -hmm. most of my friends are not like that. They're like, you can really do this and you're not stressed. Yeah, because I'm not going to let y'all stress me out. I'm at my big age. What are we stressed about? Like, if you're not... You know, I've been picking my favorites too quick and that's my problem. I mean, everybody definitely has a ranking. But mm-hmm. then, like, when you're honest with everybody and you tell each other about each other and they start to... It makes everybody feel comfortable and now they're battling each other. You're You're winning. Like... When you just have one person, he got other people. What, you look like a fool. Not you, Anna. I love you. But I'm just saying... I mean... I get it. I feel more like Hannah than you, but I will say I will use the extra men for sex, and I just really have the emotional connection with one. I'm like a nigga, I guess. You are. You a nigga, nigga. Because <laughs> it's like I'm just I can't attach myself because my feelings. I can't really have too many real feelings for multiple people. See, and I don't know why I can, but I can be. I if if let's say I have like three people and I'm uh-huh. really connected with each of them in a different way, it's yeah. like each of them is my boyfriend or girlfriend. When I spend when when I'm with you, baby, you are all I'm thinking about. 
that's that's I love you. I'm with you. I rock with you. What you need, what you want. Yeah. And the same like with the other person that I have this other connection with. Like it's a different connection, and I can I rock with him on that level. He knows that. I know that. Uh-huh. On the next person, it's like we have this other connection. It's just like I love it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I be thinking about the other one, and I'm just like, why am I here? No, I can't. Then I'll fuck around and say the wrong person's name. And I'd be awful. What would, well, we know what you do. But what if during sex, somebody called you the wrong name? I would be mad. Would you leave? I asked a guy that, and he was like, I would get up and leave. I was like, really? What if I just had a lot on my mind that day? I'm not sure that I would leave. I find myself, like, normally when some shit like that happens, I always, like, flip it around and make it where I'm getting something out of it now. Like, mm. I might cry and then, like, what can I do to make this better? This is actually what you can do to make it better. Okay. And then I say that. And then I'm, I'm, I'm good. Fine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm fine with that. You know, it happens. I mean, now and again, you call them by the wrong name. We're all, we're all human. I almost did it the other day. The last name. I almost got the last name. But I'm glad that I was just like, why are we saying names anyway? Yeah. Let's just mm-hmm. stop. Sometimes that's why pet names are good. Baby, baby. Baby, baby, baby. baby. Everybody can be baby. What's okay? your favorite pet name? Babe, I for say somebody babe. to call me or for me to call for them? you to call them. Um, I like babe or baby. I think baby. Yeah. yeah, I think I say baby more than babe, but they say babe to me. Baby. I love it. Anyway, okay, we're going to move on to indecisive Diane, and then after that, we will um, answer some advice emails and share some cocktails. Would you stop thinking about what everyone wants? Stop thinking about what I want, what he wants, what your parents want. What do you want? What do you want? It's not that simple. What do you want? What do you want? Hey, ladies, it's me, Diane, and I just got back from Charlotte. (laughs) I was at the live show. I wanted to stop by and say hey, but didn't have time. Also want to tell you about this cute little place on the corner of Tuskegee Road in Charlotte, North Carolina. It's called Lulu's Maryland-style chicken and seafood. Go there on a date with someone that has great conversation. It's like a little hole-in-the-wall shack. You're going to love it. The seafood's to die for. Bye. Okay, and we are back from Indecisive Diane, and it is time for the advice. You want to go first? I will go first. So this young lady, she titled this New to You, Old to Me. Hey, ladies. So I have been back and forth in my head about asking for advice. I'm a private person and usually just like to figure things out on my own. But as I get older and recently becoming a new mommy, I need to open up more because a bitch, because a bitch mind be on go. Okay. So I have been with the father of my child on and off for about six to seven years now. And before I found out I was pregnant, I had made up my mind that I was done and over with it. Well, obviously, and she put the eye roll emoji, that didn't happen because here I am now asking for advice. While we were on and off, I had a situation with a guy who fucked me like it was our first time every time. Oh, I love that. I mean, he knew my pussy like the back of his hand. When I got pregnant, we both decided to end all other relationships and really try and focus on us becoming a family. Lately, he has been getting on my nerves, and all I can think about is hitting up my old fling because I know he will answer and take the stress away. 
my question to you guys is, should I hit him up or just really focus on what I have? Help your girl out, please. I know this probably isn't a topic, but normally it gets brought up. Oh, but it normally gets brought up, but I need some advice. Some outside advice. By the way, I went to the Atlanta live show and the after party and had an amazing time. Thank you, girl. I'm glad you came and I'm glad you enjoyed the show. And this is actually a great advice letter, to, like tying into what we were already talking about. Mm-hmm. I didn't even realize that that happened. Um, you know, you if you were in her shoes. I think this is one of those moments where you have one of those, and this is sober Medina. I feel like if I would have had some drinks, I'd be like, girl, she don't have But me, <laughs> sober Medina is going to tell you, I think this is an opportunity for you to really like tap into your grown up self. Y'all have a child together. Really think about, do you want it to end or do you want to be with him? And no matter what the outcome is of that thought, I think you should talk to baby daddy and tell him how you're feeling. And maybe even in a non-attitudinal way, let him know, like, you have other options that you're thinking about exploring. And some people are probably listening, like, you can't tell nobody that, but you should, because that's literally what you're thinking. And so, again, this can be an easy process, or it can be really hard. It could be a situation where, like, you go cheat on him, he finds out, and somebody gets hurt. It doesn't have to be that extreme, but that's a risk that you take. So I do think you should sit down and if he's an, a, 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 an adult and he knows how to communicate, y'all, you should practice. And then if you don't listen from that, well, then, girl, <laughs> go get them walls bust down. And I also think you need to ask yourself, because I don't think she said exactly what it was um, that was making her be on and off with him for so long. He's probably cheating on her. Maybe. Or maybe it was something else. Whatever it is. You need to ask yourself, is this one of my deal breakers? If it's one of your deal breakers, you shouldn't have wrote the advice letter and you do need to move on to the one that knew your pussy like the back of his hand. Stop wasting your time. Um, but I would suggest you have a conversation because maybe sometimes guys just need a reminder, just like you might need a reminder of some, some missing pieces in y'all's relationship puzzle. So have a talk with him. And if that shit don't go well, call the other one and, and then send us a cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know how it goes. Be okay. safe, girl. So this next one says, I'm a, uh-oh, I'm a pescatarian, but I never thought a barracuda would steal my man. <laughs> I have all the pictures pulled up, so when you get to where she says, okay. look at the picture, you can look okay. up right here. thank you. Okay, hey, ladies, I need some advice. Should I steal the short king I liked back? <laughs> Should I ruin his relationship with his ex or leave that man alone? This is the man? This is the man. He okay. is short. He, I can tell. He looks like he got some little man hips going on. <gasps> okay, quick story time. I was digging this dude, Jay. He's funny, handsome, woke in the most non hotepish way, and we have similar goals <laughs> and a lot in common. He's an engineer pursuing his degree. Well, is he an engineer or is he pursuing his engineering He's degree? He's a student. Okay, like what's going on? Overall, great dude. He's even a short king, and I don't mind. I'm talking five seven. I knew it. Here's what. Here's where we run into a problem. Refer to email for pictures, okay? Hey, girls. Um, I moved too fast. Okay, we met through mutuals and instantly hit it off. I'm saying, talking on the phone every night and day since we met. FaceTime, thinking of you, all that. Really connecting. Something I haven't experienced in a long time. Naturally, he told me about his crazy ex saying she needs mental health help. She's a narcissist, bipolar, etc., and that they have ended on bad terms. She ghosted him and basically broke his heart and their two-year relationship up. 
you know niggas be lying you hear me mm-hmm. so i also play paid close attention to what he said about his ex i moved on i figured typical nigga shit so as the relationship saying this loosely grew i thought nothing of it boy was i wrong he met up with her to get closure and left me for her womp 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 that nigga wasn't over his ex so me a bad bitch this is me this is her okay um i was left confused okay. i'm trying to not lose my spot i was left confused kind of hurt and wondering who could have took a man i wanted to possibly scramble my eggs if you know you know then i see her and i'm not impressed by that barracuda face ass bitch this this is k aka the barracuda bitch aka the crimson chin aka the crazy ex before you say the pictures don't match energies i got everyone's off of ig so it's fair game okay plus she dresses like that <laughs> like uh those long skirt long skirt church girlies and i can't even help her with that that's the barracuda bitch okay she does have a rather strong chin she does okay refer to email for pictures all right this is how each of us looks with jay she sent all of the files. I love it. So please tell me who looks better together. Should I let her keep the short king? Refer to email for picture. Please let me know. He's not that cute up close. Yeah, especially when he's um facing the camera. Yeah. So this is Crimson Chin and this is the bad bitch. Yes. Okay. Um I don't even know why I asked that, because it doesn't matter my opinion. <laughs> um the, I mean the pictures don't matter when I say what I'm gonna say. Girl, he left you. For somebody who he dogged the fuck out. Why would you want to be with him? Why? Imagine what he says about you or what he pro- what he probably told her about you and what he would say in the future. Like, don't trust it. How can you? You have to think about that sometimes. When you talk about me like this and then you come back to me, what that's not okay. That? Yeah. Like, he said all of this about this girl and then left you for her. So what do you think he said about you uh-huh. for her? You, he's the one that might be a little bipolar and can't be trusted. And, and might is need the some narcissist. Mental, yeah, because, yeah, so it doesn't matter who looks better. Um, and all of this confident spot. energy that you are exuding in this email, yep. I think you need to tell it to yourself. You are a bad bitch. And bad bitches can have who they want, ma'am. And each mm-hmm. time you get with a new person, they're better than the last. So I'm going to say you look horrible with him. Find someone new. Yep. All right. Now we're going to move on to the cocktails. So, um, do you, you got an OG cocktail or are we reading? I'm reading. Okay. Um, I will go first. So this okay. cocktail says five years and coming. C-U-M-M-I-N-G. Coming. Hey, ladies. Please keep this anonymous. We always do. But I just needed to tell y'all and anyone thinking that marriage makes sex less fun. My man and I have been together for five years and he still gets me going and throws in a remix. We've been fucking a lot lately because I got off birth control and turns out I had been suppressing it had been it had been suppressing my sex drive. But baby, (laughs) can he keep up? The other day I told him that I was at work fantasizing about us fucking and he told me to describe it. So I did. I told him I wanted to I wanted him to fuck me as soon as we got home with my dress and stockings still on. <laughs> Not stockings. No, where are you coming <laughs> where from? Where you work? I wanted him to fuck me on this chair we have in our bedroom after he had his face between my thighs before I even showered. Mm, stanky pussy and all. He really likes getting me while I have the day sweat and funk on me. That's really a thing for some people. Mm-hmm. I call I'm him. Not some people. <laughs> I call him my Tarzan. But anyway. 
I got home and he made that dream a reality, but he threw in a remix. He put our chair in front of our full length mirror so we could watch him pound the shit out of me. The neighbors definitely knew his name. I was watching my ass bounce and looking at him admiring my body, which made me even more wet. The sounds we made were literal music. Then we were done. When we were done, we laid on the floor and eventually his fingers found my pussy. He put me in the front of our mirror, sat behind me, reached around me, and, and fingered me while I was why I got the full view. I could see myself dripping down his fingers and my lips. At one point, he had one of my legs in the air. I wish I had it on video. Girl, if you would have oh. sent us that video, I'd be like, man, I would have watched it. I mean, when you got it, go ahead. And <laughs> when you find the right man, can't nothing stop your sex life, and that's not to mention how he fucked me four times on Monday, back to back. And he's no spring chicken. I love me some him. Another great cocktail to go with this email because I feel like we were like, marriage is ghetto, it's ghetto, they cheating, they ain't having sex, they selfish. And she was like, actually, bitches, I'm getting fucked by my nigga. Okay, <laughs> next one. This one is a cocktail slash cocktail. Uh-oh. It happens to the best of us. Hello, ladies. Words cannot express how sad I am that I can no longer attend the ATL live show. I gotta be responsible and study for it. Um a near term exam. And if I come to ATL, the shit ain't going to get done. I wish y'all the absolute best. Um, we'll be purchasing. I'm curious to know which y'all can purchase it too. I'm curious to know.com and cannot wait until the next round of live shows. Now for the cocktail or fail. I am 28 and officially an incoming host, summer 2022. Welcome. Prior to listening to you all and other podcasts, I was not very experienced and didn't have a lot of sexual experiences. I am still learning and trying new things, but can say a lot has changed with the demon emoji. I met this guy at a sex party a few months ago. Oh, a lot did change. You was at a sex party. I met this guy at a sex party a few months ago, and we've become consistent fuck buddies. We be fuck king mm. like no other rounds on top of rounds with each time better than the last this man has made me experience things i never have including making me an all-star squirter bitch i can water plants for one of our <laughs> for one of our sessions we took an edible and immediately started fucking this nigga kept on making me squirt and this this time cream too which has never happened before we finished round three and he started motioning for me to give him head so i obliged a few minutes later and looking down at his dick i started noticing what looked to be scabs uh-oh Oh, for the 90s for the niggas worst. she said it was a cocktail for the 90s niggas almost looked like old school ringworm oh Fuck, bro, is that what I think it is? Maybe it was because it was dark or I was high, but it looked to be everywhere. Clusters of fucking scabs. I immediately popped his dick out of my mouth and sat quietly next to him. <laughs> Could you imagine? You're sitting there like. Yeah, because now we got to have a talk and reevaluate a lot of things. And you're and worried about what fight. you might have. You're yeah. Like I thought to myself. How did I not see this before? Remembering we haven't talked about getting tested and other partners in a while. And bitch, you already fucked him earlier. So whatever he got, you got now. So you might as well enjoy yourself. Trifling, I know, but I was distraught. I have never had an STD or scare like this. He immediately noticed the shift, asked what's wrong. Nigga, you know that you had that on your dick and you asked him what's wrong. And I told him we should take a shower together so I could secretly inspect his dick in the light. He responded, I already took a shower. Oh, he's scared of the light. We sat there in silence, awkwardly and embarrassed, but eventually I got over that shit. I had already choked earlier in the night from him trying to shotgun me some weed in my mouth. This was bad because I got asthma and I started coughing for three minutes straight. 
hard, damn near dying in front of him. So I confess, I think he may have an STD because of the scabs I saw around his dick. He then looked at his dick and says, and said, that's not scabs. That's you. Come to find out the cream from my pussy squirted all over him and left a mess all over his dick from the previous round. He he promptly wiped it off, revealing his familiar, clean, shiny, scab-free dick. We laughed for a while, proceeded fucking again, continuing to ruin my couch with squirt and cream, and had a phenomenal time. At this point, ain't nothing I can confess. I can't confess to this nigga. He is a great fuck buddy, and I am having a lot of fun. I am so sorry this was so long, but I'm grateful for y'all letting me share this tale slash fail. Love, hoe, and training. I don't understand why I look like scabs. It was crusty. That's what I I'm imagining. Look like- Crystal, what kind of scabs have you had? Because I have a scab on my elbow. Yes, I actually do too. And it it doesn't look like that. It looks significantly different. I wish you would have took a picture and showed us because I am like, what was your What did you see both times? And what was going on? Did you have a boric acid pill in there before? Or something, just a medicine? Because I could see where then it could get weird looking. But like just some cream squirt. It doesn't get that crusty I'm that long because again, it's inside of him. It's still moist and and, and you were just sucking his dick. We're confused. Sorry that happened to you, girl. But yeah. yeah, thank you for sending it in. Yes, we appreciate it. Make sure if you guys want to share anything, um, you want to ask advice, send it to askcocktails at gmail dot com. And if you would like to um, send a cocktail, send it to cocktails at atl at gmail dot com. If you'd like to purchase the game, go to imcuriousno dot com. Get that. And also, we do have a live show coming up July twentieth in New York City. If you know of any other podcasts in New York that are based in New York that you would like to see us on, send us a DM or send us an email. Let us know so we can hit it up and try to get on there while we're in New York. Yeah philly too um yeah so on that note you guys make sure you're following us on instagram at cocktails podcast i'm at kiki said so i'm at coffee bean Bean. and until next week you guys goodbye i'm sorry but the person you called has a voice mailbox that has not been set up yet goodbye bye 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 has a voice mailbox that has not been set up yet. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.